Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. Guys of a certain age back in studio, at least two of the guys, Robbie Koblenz in the chair next to Art Shirley. And we don't know where Jay is. Hello, Jay, Jay wherever Reed. you are. Maybe he's probably earning a productive living, finally. We hope so. Well, I mean, it would be the first time. Wow. All right, that's twice we mentioned Jay. I think we got a text last night that Jay said, oh, you only mentioned me six times, so let's try to blow up the Jay meter today. So, um, let's... We're at count three now. At count three. Let's dive into some geeks, and I've got a plethora of geeks of the week. So, you want me to start with one? We can just bounce yeah, and forth sure, between us. All right, so, finally, for those of you guys who are fans of Peter Jackson's The Hobbit... You know, the one movie too many in Lord of the Rings. It is going to be released in 4K. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. You know, if I would have been smart, I would have read when it's going to be released. I'm assuming in time for Christmas. That would make sense. Yeah. Released later this year. So, And they're adding another hour to it. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> Oh, man. You know, they, they got the, the ghost of uh, J.R.R. Tolkien to write another three chapters for The Hobbit. So, um, all six of the movies will be in 4K. I'm assuming it's special editions that are going to be um, released. I would hope they are. I would think so. You know, I could have watched the announcement by Sean Astin. Um, oh, Sam Wise. Oh, Sam Wise. Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, Sam. But uh, that would be kind of fun. You know, I don't have a 4K player to play them in. And um, I don't have a 4K projector to project them in. I do have. No, I don't. My four, my my TV is 4K, but my projector is not. Well, anyway, yeah. my eyes are not 4K either. So yeah, my eyes are more like 1.2K yeah. these days, if even that. But now, uh, anyway, that's coming out. So related geek, I don't know if you have this one, uh-oh. but uh, the uh, the streaming series that's coming out. They're saying, uh, you know, there's, uh, I think Netflix is working on a streaming. Is it Netflix or is it HBO Max? I can't remember who. You talking about Star Trek Prodigy? No, I'm talking about the Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, that's Amazon. Amazon. I'd get there eventually. Uh, nudity and uh, profanity going to be featured in that now. Yeah, they're going to go to they're gonna, Game of Thrones model. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be Lord of the Thrones, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, in fact, I saw one of the cast. Horn of the Rings. Oh. <laughs> One, never mind. <laughs> one step uh, too far. One step too far. I, I actually saw a casting call mm-hmm. uh, that's called for extras for nudity would be comfortable. Uh, and they've hired new, it's being shot in New Zealand, and they've hired New Zealand's um, top intimacy coordinator. Yeah. And so um, I, I, just, I think that's going to be unnecessary. I think it's going to be I think incredibly it's gonna, unnecessary. Yeah, I think it's going. And you know, I'm granted. I'm I'm the I can often the prude of the not of the group, but certainly, you know, kind of wonder why they they have to feel like they have to go that direction because I think they had a pretty good fan following that was going to be there anyway. That's and right. Are people just going to go? Hey, I wasn't going to watch it unless I got to see a naked Hobbit. <laughs> <clears throat> That's what I'm here for. Oh man, I tell yeah. you what, wasn't that in the piano? Oh, oh. what was it? Who was the who was the lead? Uh, Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. Okay, never mind. We are digressing. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I think it's unnecessary. I think they're Jay, trying. We, we may need you back. Yeah, we we really may may need you. I think they're trying to capitalize upon the um, Game of Thrones. The Game of Thrones. I think so too. But if you go back to the source material of Game of Thrones, 
there was a lot of sex in, yeah. in the original source right. material. There's nothing in yeah. any of the Middle Earth right. stuff. Right. And, and, I mean, Tolkien basically said, you know, sex, romance, all that. I just, I'm going yeah. a little bit more yeah. high-minded. So that's going to be interesting. So, But, yeah, no, that was not my okay. geek what, So week. what's your geek number two? Well, uh, number two. so uh, Kate Mulgrew is oh. returning as uh, Captain Janeway. Really? In the Star Trek uh, animated prodigy, prodigy, project, project, P R O D I G Y, prodigy. That's it. Okay. Yeah, TV series, which is oh, going to okay. be on. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was a series. Yeah, it's going to be a TV series, and I think it's going to. Jane Malgrow. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's going to be a CBS upcoming animated show. Oh, okay. So you know. Captain Janeway is coming back. I and nobody knows where where this show is going to fall in canon. Is it pre Voyager or post Voyager? Ah. I would think if it's Captain Janeway, it would have to be like immediately thereafter Voyager or pre Voyager so. yeah. because she was an admiral later on, right? Yep. So yep. anyway, that was kind of cool to see. And and her quote was, "I've invested every scintilla of my being in Captain Janeway, and I can't wait to endow her mm-hmm. with nuance that I never did before in Star Trek Prodigy." Was there ever any nuance in any Star Trek TV show? Uh, I don't know. She was more, to me, she was the most like Kirk of any of the. She absolutely was. Uh, latter captains. Yeah. 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 So, I, so I, anyway. I really uh, enjoyed Voyager. I did too. I was just, I, I saw her on a Facebook ad earlier today and thought I need to go back and watch some Voyager. Yeah. Uh, Year of Hell, part one and two is great. Mm-hmm. They, they really took some, um, they took some some changes and they, they took some risk with stories. I think so too. Yeah. So, um, all right. So that's what do you what do you have for a geek? Oh, movie? okay. Uh, I was just going to speak to. There's been rumors back and forth on Wonder Woman eighty four being released direct Wonder to Woman. video, <laughs> direct to video or direct to streaming uh, instead of going to the theaters. And that kind of had some life earlier in the week, and then. Um, uh, has been shot down and uh, most notably Patty Jenkins came in and said that's absolutely you know not happening it's going to go to the video it's going to be out I mean go to the theaters and they she wants to make sure that we continue to support the uh, struggling theater industry so that's one reason she's so adamant about it but December 25th Christmas Day 2020 is the release date for uh, Wonder Woman we'll see if that stands I don't think that it will because I, I mean what what was it uh Cine world shut down regal yeah didn't we talk about that mm-hmm. a couple of shows back seems like we did yeah and so you've got amc is still staying open but i mean right you yeah lost um, your one of your yeah. major distributors yeah that's right uh hope it does would love to see it in the theater uh it may be a later date but uh you know right now that's the that's where the news is on on wonder woman wonder woman well they pushed dune till 2021 you know, it was yeah, most everything's getting pushed back to 2021. The big, re- the big releases that we're looking to. Yeah, Bond yeah. got pushed. Yeah, um, so I'm surprised that it's still hanging on December 25th, 2020. Yeah, but uh, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, um, it won't be on DC Universe. Oh no, it won't be. No, Dang. it won't. HBO Max, probably. Yeah, so, that's right. DC uh, Universe, <laughs> a little quick death nail, had uh, something that said. Uh, our DC put out something that said, what are you watching this weekend? And it was talking about some releases that are coming out on HBO Max that I wanted to put. I should have put it in there, although nobody would care. Well, not DC Universe much longer. Thanks. Yeah. Wow. That hurt yeah, a little hard. Yeah. So um, another geek I found, I've culled through the interwebs, is Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be in Spider-Man 3 as Doctor Strange. 
Oh, okay. So he is taking the Tony Stark mentor, mentor role. That's yeah. right. Okay, of, good uh, deal. So they're supposed to, and of course they're, you know, they're uh, off screen. <laughs> partnership was hilarious watching him have to scold uh, Tom Holland uh, Ben Benedict Cumberbatch having to hold, scold Tom Holland who kept wanting to give away plot secrets before Endgame came out you know nope nope nope, nope, nope. can't say that can't say that bless Tommy's yeah. heart yeah that's, that's right. almost as bad as Ruffalo oh yeah know? he was really bad too <laughs> yeah. am I getting in trouble for that yeah sure everybody dies that. yeah that's right <laughs> wow half of everybody dies yeah Don Cheadle was like no man you can't say that. there goes our contract yeah. we're done with with the MCU yeah. so uh that'll be fun that's to when watch. She-Hulk 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 talk started right after that there you go there you go we gotta get rid of Ruffalo oh man Ruffalo's great he is great and The Expanse dropped its season five I saw that I wondered if that might be your geek Uh, that's the the geek to end all geeks it looks great Uh, and they've done a great job talking about adhering to source material they have done a fabulous job Uh um, uh, not only capturing the spirit of the books but following it pretty closely there's been there's been a few I really need to watch that I need to say okay I'm just gonna make some time carve out some time and watch that it's fabulous yeah. It's only 10 episodes a season. Yeah. But it, this it, is the fifth this and will final be, season? Or is uh, it no. No, um, just okay. Yeah. It, uh, they haven't announced it to be the final season. I mean, they mm-hmm. could conceive, they would really need one more season. If they're going to do what I think yeah. they're going to do, they could wrap it in six because the books take a pretty big time jump. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's just fascinating. It's it's great space opera. Yeah, absolutely. I need to check opera. that out. Yeah, I mean, again, only ten episodes a piece, and uh, some great acting, some great directing, uh, and it takes a completely different turn. Okay, you have you you really kind of don't see it coming. Okay, so but anyway. All right, that is that all my geeks? I can't believe you didn't mention West Wing table read. Oh, man. So I'm so looking forward to the West Wing uh, reenactment of Hartsfield Landing, Hartsfield's Landing, um, which uh, premieres, you know, like six days from when we're recording this. So by Mm -hmm. the time you listen to this, it would already already happened. And uh, they pulled the original cast back in to do a dramatic read. Mm-hmm. Of of well, I mean it's a reenactment. I mean they're yeah. doing it as a stage play. Mm-hmm. And uh, Aaron, it's for Together We Votes. Yes, I'm gonna you, you talk for a second while I look up. Okay, Sterling uh, Brown from This Is Us. Is that his name? Yes. Uh, is playing uh, whose role is he playing? One of the guys that, that passed away. John, I can't remember. John Spencer, Leo McGarry. Yes. Uh huh. So that's gonna be really interesting to to see Leo McGarry being played by Sterling Brown. I'm, I'm really Sterling excited about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Aaron Sorkin has written new material for this read, and they uh, they filmed it at the Orpheum in L.A., and so they've got, it's going to look like a, a stage presentation, yeah. um, and it, it you've got Tommy Shlami, who was one of the executive producers, who set the look he's directing, mm-hmm. and uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, yeah. and former First Lady uh, Michelle Obama, and a variety of other folks are going to pop in. It's all to... Uh, um, it's all to benefit when we all vote, which is a voter mm-hmm. registration mobilization issue, even though the, the, the nonpartisan is billed as nonpartisan. Um, but I don't think anybody from the Trump campaign is going to be there. Yeah. So, but um, really, really, really looking forward to this. This is the first time the entire cast has gotten together for anything like this mm-hmm. um, since the show ended. 
So, but uh, Sterling K. Brown as as Leo McGarry, he is so much younger than the rest of the cast. Yeah, but he's a fantastic actor. Oh, he's phenomenal. Yes, yeah. yeah, really, really. I mean, you know, from from This Is Us to the marvelous Mrs. Maisel yeah. uh-huh. to Black Panther. Yeah, you know, in the space of what two years? Oh, yeah, that's range. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. he's really really good. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. That's the only reason I've kept HBO Max. Oh, you still have it too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to to get to this and watch it multiple mm-hmm. times. We're watching horror movies on HBO. Max, which may be a segue into our... Uh, we have a special guest host who's going to join us that we're all a little scared of. We're going to talk horror movies, things you should watch prior to October 31st when we come back. <laughs> and we are back with guys of a certain age, and it's no longer just guys. It's two guys and a girl, Brittany Goss, joins in a pizza us place. in a pizza place. Yeah. Julia Roberts, right? Was that a ju- no. No, it was uh, Nathan Philly and Ryan. Oh, yeah. Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. And who was the I female? I cannot remember. Yeah, she went to go on Monk, and unfortunately, she's the one that we can't remember now. <laughs> who is that? Uh, this is how it goes, Brittany. Welcome to the show, Brittany. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah you guys glad can, to have you. Very you guys excited. can do I'm, I've got to yeah. look this one up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, We're going to be talking horror movies today, and I understand you're an expert on horror movies. That is right up my alley. Okay, good. Yes. Good. We're all That's actually why Jay's not here today, because he was too scared to talk about horror movies. (laughs) Trailer Howard. Trailer Howard is who it was. That's not not a name I remember, but she was a monk. She uh, started a monk for a long time, too. Well, that appears to be her. She was in the West Wing. Oh, yeah. Now you know her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she was in the West Wing as uh, Sam Seaborn's uh, former fiance. Well, Brittany, we're out of time. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, back to the West Wing. This doesn't sound yeah. like horror at all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a horror. It's a horror. Yeah, yeah. She was Lisa Sherborn, who was who was engaged to Sam Seaborn. Okay. Yeah. So, like, Brittany. <laughs> so, Brittany is a talented designer in our studio here, um, and she, even beyond that, she's a huge horror fan. And so, we're talking about horror movies. We're talking about things you can watch, and I have hardly seen any horror. He says that, but then he listed off like forty that he. It, it, was, like, yeah. it was only it was only like ten. Yeah, you know, it wasn't that many. But uh, let, let's before we get to the Brittany segment, let's. All right, Art, what's your favorite horror movie? Um, you know, there's so many that I like. There's, there's different genres that I like. We mm-hmm. watched. Uh, Alien recently, and that's probably one of my all-time favorites. Oh, what a, wow. what a I tend phenomenal. to like. I tend to like um, older horror movies uh, too. Like uh, he likes older everything. Stuff, older everything. That's that's true. Yeah, if it's Me black too. and white, I love it. The Haunting is one of my favorite. The others we watched the other day, or I came in as uh, Drew was watching. My son's been kind of catching up on some stuff, watching yeah. some movies. Um, let's see, classics like the Universal. Monster movies. Yeah. Uh, Bride of Frankenstein is probably, to me, one of the best horror movies ever made. Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, I'll lump those together, but Bride is actually probably my favorite of the two. So I watched those as a kid on TBS, uh-huh. WTBS. Now, Brittany grew up some in in, in, in Georgia. Uh-huh. Did you watch those old, old horror movies we're talking about? I'm the- actually a fan of old horror films. Oh, well. okay, great. I love Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, Hitchcock yes. stuff. Yeah, yes. the birds and uh, Psycho, of course, you know, yes. some, of the, some of the classics. Did I ever tell you guys we had a shoot? Uh, north of san francisco and we spent a day kind of traveling around northern bay area we went to bodega bay where they shot the birds oh really oh, yeah. Okay. yeah yeah that's cool it was really cool so yeah but that was fun but uh-huh. so hitchcock you like hammer movies all the old yeah. hammer films i mean i had we had a mc a, hammer yeah mc <laughs> hammer 
uh, Hammer Horror movies, the Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee combinations, whether they're playing that, Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster. So that was between Dracula and for, Helsing. for Peter Cushing. That was between Doctor Who and Grand Moff Tarkin. It was probably before those. I know it yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> probably before those. Yeah. Uh, Hey, I don't know. He may have played Doctor Who around the same time he was doing the Hammer movies. Yeah, and stuff yeah. Too. He was so, in the, yeah. he was in his fifties at yeah. that point. And then, so. of course, the Vincent Price movies, all those old yes, things like The Haunting of uh, uh, House on Haunted Hill, rather the Tingler, Phantom Fly. of the Opera, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, with Claude Rains that uh, uh, that one originally. Yeah, Invisible Man with Claude Rains too. So. Mm. Yeah, fun stuff. I have not heard of before. This is exciting. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I love Vincent Price. Yeah. Very much. Vincent yeah. Price. Well, that's what we'll we'll go back and find. He was also in. Um, he just, they did a lot of movies uh, that were like uh, trilogy movies or Edgar Allan Poe movies, like The Pit and the Pendulum, mm-hmm. uh, Mask of the Red Death. Uh, uh, and they would the star. Telltale Heart. Telltale Heart. Ooh. They would star some of these old guys like uh, Bella Lugosi would come back, Vincent Price. Um, Cask of Amontillado. Yeah, that's right. For the love of God, Montressa. <laughs> yeah. Yes. For the love yeah. of God. Sorry. Roger Corman was involved in a lot of those, too. So. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what famous director got to start with Corman? Uh, what did? Which one? Didn't? Yeah, I guess what yeah. one didn't. But Ron uh, Howard got to start with Roger Corman. Yeah, uh, James Cameron got to start. Cameron, with Cameron, who, who I'm yeah. thinking uh-huh. of, because Cameron ended up being his art director as well. Um, I want to say that um, Martin Scorsese actually worked he with did. Martin Corman. He did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roger Corman rather. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but we want to hear right. from you, Britt. All right. All right. Wait. <laughs> so, we so, got to so, hear so. from Robbie. Get right. Robbie's list. Yeah, yeah. So probably my, and I've only got ten of them, and it's kind of interesting. Mine kind of a little bit more suspense, but uh, probably. My three favorite are um, 28 Days Later, yeah, oh, okay. which is great. It's a Danny Boyle, uh, horror, not horror, zombie movie that mm-hmm. was done on a minimum budget. We've talked mm-hmm. about it before. Uh, Christopher Eccleston was in that. Um, who's the cat who played the Scarecrow in Dark Knight? Uh, Cillian Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. yeah, he got his start in that. So I uh, loved, loved 28 Days Later. Yeah. Um, Lost Boys, which came out like 89, yes. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm surprised they haven't remade that. They did. Oh, they did remake it. Yeah, it was pretty horrible. Okay, that's so that's why. Yeah, it yeah. should, okay. should have been Lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's more like Lost Adolescence. Yeah, uh, and then you had, had some, you know, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh was yeah. In that. yeah, yeah, a lot of good folks. Yeah, you had uh, you had some of the. It was some of the Brat Pack. And, yeah, and my favorite tune is I still believe played by a shirtless sax guy. At the park, the the boardwalk fair. Yeah, you um, you've mentioned that one before. Yeah, I like that, yeah, yeah. That's that's probably my all time favorite song. I love the version by the Call. And uh-huh. then I heard it. It's like, what in the world is that? Yeah. So, but uh, that was a great. That was a Red Schumacher. I mean, Joel Schumacher. Okay. Movie. Yeah. I was trying to think who the director was. So very stylized. Everything mm-hmm. was shot at night, and uh, a lot of fun. Love that movie. Then uh, the one you and I went on with last night, Art by a Text, was yes. they, they Live, live. with they Roddy live. Rod Piper. We won't quote the line, but you know uh, you've seen it. I, yeah. I came here to chew bubble gum and kick some beep, mm-hmm. and I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> yeah. So great, great movie. John Carpenter. John Carpenter was another another one, you know, I mean, yeah. great stuff. So, you know, his the, the whole premise of that is there's aliens among us and you can only see them with mm-hmm. special sunglasses and or special glasses. And uh, so it, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So but all right. So, Brit- Jay, you can see that Brittany's getting to talk as much as you do. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. All right. Britt, your favorite horror movies. 
A Nightmare on Elm Street is my absolute favorite. Wes Craven. Um, I definitely mm-hmm. love The Birds. Um, I love 1972, uh, Tales from the Crypt. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. that one. And Vault of Horror, because I uh-huh. love anthologies so, so much. Yeah. Good show, things like that. Um, I like a variety. Uh-huh. Um, I love horror comedies as well, so I love Krampus. Yes, okay. <laughs> yeah. I do, and I think that's a great one. Young um, Frankenstein is, is, is my all-time favorite yeah. comedy. And it's just because it's one of the few Mel Brooks movies that has a good ending. I mean, actually has an ending. I mean, I love Mel Brooks stuff. Yeah. But Young Frankenstein is such a loving tribute to the Frankenstein, original Frankenstein movies, especially Son of Frankenstein. Yeah. If you ever see Son of Frankenstein, um, I mean, it's it's like the same plot. Anyway, I've never ahead. seen that. Yeah. There's a Universal did. There's the famous ones, you know, about Dracula, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. But then they would do a whole series of things, too. So you had Son of Frankenstein and there are like four or five movies that continued on afterwards. Yeah. A lot of them with Lon Chaney, Chaney Jr. As opposed to Lon Chaney Sr. Right. <laughs> yeah. Who was a silent movie star. Yeah. Right. Man of a Thousand Faces. Yeah. Yeah. But he was only faces. born with one. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Have you seen The Racerhead? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen that. David. Uh, David, yeah. David Lynch. Lynch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never seen A Racerhead. I've it's, seen it's on HBO Max, and I keep thinking I need to watch that again. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. It would have been right after it came out. See, I saw The Elephant Man. Yeah. David Lynch mm-hmm. and Dune. We talked about Dune. Yeah. So huh. Arrakis, Dune, Blue Desert Velvet, Planet, Blue Velvet. Oh, I mean, I didn't care for Blue Velvet. Yeah. Brando and Blue Velvet. What's some other ones? Um, I like An American Werewolf in London. Yes. So I, I like John Landis uh-huh. in general. Um, I love Sinister. I haven't seen Sinister. Yeah, I like both of those. I love the story behind those. Um, Who's in that? What's that about? Uh, Ethan Hawke is in it. Okay. He's the he's the main guy. And uh, it's just basically about this entity that is haunting children. He eats oh, children. Okay. He possesses wow. them. Okay. And gets Ooh. them to kill their families. That's a little sinister. Um, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but it really is good. It's not overly gory or yeah. anything like that. And I will clarify that I am a psychological horror type person. Yeah. I don't care for the gore. <laughs> I don't. The slasher movies. Yes. I mean, I'll, I've watched them. And sometimes they're so over the top that they're funny. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> yeah. uh, to me, the psychological, like I said, the haunting, the others, the ones that have, you know, some thought to them and really kind of scare you. Uh, Woman in Black was uh, one of the first Hammer movies done in years, and it had uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe in it. Oh, okay. And uh, it was a scary movie. Did you see that? I did. I was trying to think of another one with Justin Long in it. Um, he turns into a walrus or something. I can't remember. Oh, what it's I am the walrus. Yeah, Cuc- it Cuc-choo. was really scary, Yeah, I, know, I didn't see that, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a very long time, but that left an impression for sure. Yeah. It was terrifying to me. Now, do you watch, did you watch uh, Haunting of Hill House on Netflix, that series? Yes. That was really good. It was good. <laughs> that was scary. Yes, I did watch yeah. that. And, I uh, enjoyed to, that. Ma- tonight, actually, The Haunting of Bly House comes out. So is that related? Is it like those- it's, uh, it's the same crew that put it together and some of the same actors are in it. It's a different story. It's actually uh, based on Turn of the Screw so, okay. by Henry James. Yeah. So, um, so it's a, it's coming out. It starts tonight. So, which are, as we're recording, this is October the 9th. Yes. So mm. I don't know that. Oh, I think that's Tusk right. is the name of the movie. Tusk. Yes. Tusk, yes. I have yes. heard that. And yeah. actually they started out Don't tell the me that you love me. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. But it was really, really good. Tusk by Fleetwood Mac. That's the song. That's our <laughs> reference. Don't tell me that you love me. 
That was wow. We make off on Fleetwood Mac now. For yeah, that was my Lindsay. Uh, oh my my Lindsay well, Buckingham I love, I love American Horror Stories since you're talking about See, now, I haven't watched that. And I think yeah. I would like that because I like the premise of that, that you have the same cast yes. and they do different stories every season. Or, you know, I know they have extra people that come in like Lady Gaga was in one season or whatever. And yes. The rest of it. Um, Stevie Nicks was actually um, the See? focus of one of those. Um, really? So yeah, nice she was. tie in. The, yeah. the Coven I knew what one. I, was I think doing. it was okay. season well, that three, makes Coven. Sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because she was a practicing yeah. witch at one point. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I said witch, Lindsay. Witch. <laughs> okay. in, in case Lindsay's listening. Okay. So, so you know, he went his own way. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Wow. Now he's no longer in the band. That's right. So what makes a good horror movie for you? Um, anything that can make me think twice about people in general. So it's like looking at the person next door, you know, not knowing what that person right. is capable of. So uh-huh. it's like having a monster in plain sight. Yeah. And I love that idea. And that's what Hitchcock, I think, did so yes. well. I mean, or, or taking things that would ordinarily not be scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, birds... Uh, you know, uh, you may have a personal phobia of birds. I mean, if they're in the room with me, I'm not very scared of them. But birds are something you don't think about necessarily as as terrifying. No. And he makes it terrifying. And yeah. then you take this person, and of course, with the brilliance of Psycho is, you think this movie is going to go one way, and all of a sudden it has this really great twist. You've seen Psycho, haven't you? Not all the way through. Okay. But it, I mean, we're past the spoilers. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I know. Great I know. twist at the end. Uh, yeah. And just, you know, just like I said, this person that seems so so calm and normal otherwise, you know, in degrees is you're found out with it. He's crazy. That so, is psycho. So did you, what about the Twilight Zone? Did you like the Twilight Zone? I love the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. I love the Twilight Zone. I love Night Gallery. I like. Um, Outer uh, Limits? Yes. Outer Limits. Yeah. Absolutely. Millennium. Oh, yeah. Millennium. I forgot about Millennium. Yeah. Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. I actually sent you a, a screenshot one you time. You did. You did. <laughs> yeah. The movie Millennium? No, the uh, TV, TV show. TV series. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. It was on Fox. It came on after X-Files. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I yeah. believe. I forgot about that. Were they? Was it in the same universe as X-Files? I think it was. Wasn't Ish, it the same yeah. producers and yeah. everything? Yeah. Yeah, it was Chris Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually like that show. I forgot that was the name of it. Yeah, Melinda. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Instead of La- La- Lance Henderson's, Hendrickson's only show he, he was the lead on that lasted yeah. more than one season. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but. Yeah, we've seen him in a lot of the Aliens movies now. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, he, Bishop, was that his Bishop, name? Bishop, right. Bishop, yeah, mm-hmm. that was his name. Yeah. So, uh, Alien, I think, is one of the greatest psychological horror movies of all time. Okay. Um, I mean, it's it's the monster, the the monster coming uh-huh. after you. But so much stuff takes place off screen because it was a relatively mm-hmm. low budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Aliens is another great horror movie. It's one of my favorites. Uh, just period. I mean, it's James Cameron's. I think it's I think it's probably James Cameron's greatest movie, maybe. But I mean, how did you guys? What do you think about Aliens as a follow up to Alien? Were you as scared with Aliens? as you were with the original. We watched watched it again, and there's plenty of jump scares and a lot of, you know, scary moment kind of stuff. To me, it's more of an action movie. That's right. I mean, yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's got scary parts in it, but it's it definitely has some, some scary moments in it, but it's more of an action movie, whereas Alien is a genuine horror movie. Game over, man. Yeah, that's what Game <laughs> over. We were quoting it the whole way through. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I probably you can quote, but, you know. Probably the scariest part to me of Aliens was Paul Reiser as a company executive. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. He plays a he plays an evil character. He really does. Yeah. It's great, and he tries to moralize his way through. So, uh, so psychological horror yeah. making you think twice is mm-hmm. is one of your is is one of the things you're looking for. What about you, Art? What makes a good yeah? Horror movie same for thing you? for me too. I mean, like the haunting is not one that is necess- would 
in fact, we showed that to a youth group one time. So it's not something that's really, I mean, but it's, it's a scary movie, but and it's the all audience, the psychological terror. And the yeah. audience now questions Art's yeah, judgment. that's right. Well, we also showed Young Frankenstein to the same youth group and I was watching because it would come back to me what was about to happen. I said, oh my gosh, we can't show this. Yeah, at least it wasn't the human centipede. So. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. She about. is taking Jay's role. She really? that's the movie he always brings up, yeah. not knowing what it's about. Yeah. So, yeah, so that would be not one I would ever oh, want to watch. No, I, you shouldn't. I was going to ask you guys, Scream. Did you did you guys like Scream? Yeah, did you watch I like it? Scream just like because Scream. it was again a comedy, you know. But it was it had some genuinely scary moments did, in there. I think did, those did. are fun. Yeah. So uh, Geico is running their commercial with the axe murder, yeah. the chainsaw murder, which I think was <laughs> yeah. one of the funniest pieces mm-hmm. of advertising in the past five years. And the whole the all the tropes there, all the. Uh, you know, where you've got the kids, you know, making horrible decisions. And why don't we just go jump in the car that's running? And then you see, you see the, the chainsaw face guy. Yeah. He just like rolls his eyes like you idiots. So hilarious. Now, Poltergeist to me, the original Poltergeist was Mm -hmm. one of my favorite scary movies. I like Poltergeist. And it's just one of those that just a good old fashioned scary movie. Yeah. But by today's standards, Poltergeist would not be very, I mean, if you're comparing it to current cinema, I mean, it's still a class. I've never seen Poltergeist. I've seen bits yeah, and pieces. Yeah, I think it holds up. I think it's still, it does. You, it's, you're still going to be scared watching it, uh, especially if you've never seen it. It's uh, a good paranormal movie. Yeah. yeah. And if you, um, you, you know, I saw it in the theaters and that immersive experience, you know, helps with any kind of thing. So I think you have to, you know, you need to watch a scary movie that way to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. feel horror. Did you see the Amity, Amityville? Oh horror. yeah, Amityville Horror. You mean I had, the older one, not the yeah, yeah the original. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I read the book on that, and the book was was scary to me, much was, scarier than the movie. That wasn't a Stephen King, was it? No, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be based on a true story. Now the Stephen yeah. King stuff, we talked about some of this too, like. Yeah. Uh, the Shining, the book is much better, but I love the movie too. They're just two different things. Langoliers sure. and all, yeah. Yeah, Langoliers. I hadn't thought about that in a long time. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Misery, we talked about. Mm-hmm. Great book. That was a great movie as well. So Langoliers was in that novella collection, Four Till Midnight, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Was it a movie? Did they do a movie or a TV? They series? did a TV movie. I made yeah, it a two a part mini mini series. Yeah, series. yeah. Uh, maybe a couple yeah. episodes of that, which yeah. they also did with Tommy Knockers, I think. That's right. They That's did right. and the stand as well. Yeah. And and I love the years. stand. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm looking forward to the new adaptation of that. I think oh, that's going to be good. Why are they oh, yeah. Things? Yeah. <laughs> Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery is a scary Yes, movie. that was a good one. The best oh. thing about Pet Cemetery is the theme song by the Ramones. <laughs> I don't want to be buried in a Pet Cemetery. I don't want to live my life again. Well, yeah. they gave Denise Crosby another job after Yar. Boy, I tell you what. <laughs> you know, Denise Crosby has made some questionable decisions yes. in her life. She should have that's never right. left Star Trek The Next Generation. She, never, she tried to come back. Kept she, trying to come back. Yeah. yeah. And they wouldn't have her. So, Or they did. But, um, and what Salem's about Candyman? Salem, oh, yeah. Candyman. Yeah, Candyman. Have you seen Salem's Lot, though? I have. I've seen Needful Things as well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there, there's a great story Candyman. That, that, yeah. I, that I heard John Grisham tell one time. So uh, when John Grisham arrived as the writer that he is, you know, best-selling author, uh-huh. he and Stephen King struck up a friendship. And this is while Grisham was still living in Oxford. And uh, Grisham had King come in as a, a guest speaker at the conference for the book or whatever uh-huh. that literary conference they have at Ole Miss. And uh, so Stephen King spent the night at the Grisham household. And so Grisham tells the story. He's getting ready to go to bed. Just, you know, it's been a long day, whatnot. And he's about to get in bed. And his wife's like, what are you doing? I'm going to bed. You can sleep with Stephen King in the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's so. great. But the thing is, he wasn't in Maine. He wasn't in uh, Bangor, Maine. All the bad things happened yeah. in New England. It was, one of, it was yeah. the first book I read of Stephen King's, and uh, it was it was really scary. Yeah. I mean, it was really good. And the TV series I have an affinity for just because I saw it. I haven't seen the new movies yet. John Boy. Yeah. Are those good? Have you seen those? Mm-mm. Chapter two. Okay. What, have you, what new have you seen that you liked? Um, I haven't seen very many new movies that okay. I really consider scary. Yeah. Yeah. I just stick to mostly old movies and I just have my favorites and I uh-huh. love those. I like things like Trick or Treat, which is also an anthology. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think of another Stephen King. It just slipped my mind. But yeah, I love You're Stephen King. You're too young movies. for that to happen. To oh, <laughs> way too I'm pretty sure it happens all the That's time. Jace. She's sitting in Jace. You're sitting in Jace. <laughs> yeah, That's it. Right. Oh, so I'm affected. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> the Exorcist. You know, oh, never the s- Omen. Yep. Oh, the Exorcist. Yeah. Yep. The Omen. Uh-huh. Yep. Who was. Uh, Sam Neill played, played the older Damien. Yeah, the, the older grown Damien. Damien. Yeah. Yeah. I never saw any of the exorcist. I never saw the exorcist or the, um, the exorcist the, idea of it just terrified me. I couldn't see it. And I finally saw it later and it was kind of like, okay, this is what I was so scared of. It's a scary movie, <laughs> but the effects are so <laughs> the, the, dated bad. and bad now. We didn't even talk Blair Witch Project. Oh, Blair Witch Project. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> so scared. <laughs> I bet you can't see this. I'm standing here with a flashlight up my nose. <laughs> That was, you know, that was a genuinely scary movie to me, though. To me, the scariest part. Have y'all both seen it? Oh, yeah. I saw it in the theater. Okay. Yeah. I saw it in the theater. I'm sure everybody else has, if not spoiler. That final scene (laughs) where she's in the the, the corner. Well, the guy's in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just given up. Yeah. And you think, wow, that is just, I mean, there's something just terrifying about that. It was. You know, the found footage movies are pretty interesting because they seem so real. And that was really the first of those to hit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was the first one, but it was certainly the first one to really hit. So they, uh, the way that they produced it, they got three actors and they Mm -hmm. went out into the woods. And so the, and they had this camera that they were shooting with. And so the director and I guess the the screenwriter, they were off a couple hundred yards and they would just mess with them all through the night, you know, throw things (laughs) at them and try to tear them and um so it was very hands-off i remember being so um jealous because they edited it with a media 100 xr editing system which is what i had time yeah i'm like i had all these tools why couldn't i I know that's the thing you sit there and going what a great because to me as as interesting and fun as the movie is the concept oh yeah what they the marketing part of it is so much better and so that that was one of the first viral marketing campaigns for a movie because Mm -hmm. uh what they did on college campuses uh, I was in college at the time. They distributed missing posters for the three students. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is pre-internet or just as the internet's getting up and running. So there's no social media or anything like that. And so they were doing a, a, a ground, a grassroots ground level campaign. Mm-hmm. You know, have you seen these guys? And, uh, then the, then they came in, they did a second Blair Witch project and mm-hmm. a high production value that just kind of sucked. But, yeah. uh, uh, yeah, Blair Witch was great. Another one of my favorite found found footage movies that I own is Cloverfield, which yeah. we've talked about. I haven't huh? seen that in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say you Never, haven't seen yeah. it. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Cloverfield's great. It is yeah. good. Yeah. It's yeah. really, it's really good. It, okay. So I guess as you were looking at your watch, so I'm guessing we need to wrap up. Yeah, we're close. Okay. So what three movies you have to pick three movies to suggest for people to watch. For I already did. Okay. What would they already do? Is. Recap. Tell us what they are. It was Lost Boys mm-hmm. and it was They Live and 28 Days Later. Okay. There we go. Those are Robbie's three. Yeah. What are your three? Um, I mentioned mine as well. Definitely A Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, the Birds. I love it. If you have patience, <laughs> it, it's a slow build, but it's a good one. And that's one thing too, that I think that, uh, and I'm, I don't mean to interrupt. Well, I am. I meant to <laughs> you because don't mean I did to, it. You are. 
But the slow build movies, a lot mm-hmm. of times, people, you know, that, that payoff, we, we, we've kind of gotten really out of good. that. But, yeah. you know, if it's, if it's worth waiting for, it's really good. Go ahead. Yeah, so. and like the Tales from the Crypt, like I said, in Vault of Horror, because I love anthology, you get okay. different stories in there. And I love that. You love cheat that. it. You cheated. He said three movies. You threw an anthology. It's okay. You guys guys talked most of the time. He had four geeks of the week. You know, he always has multiple. We're supposed to do geek of the week, and he comes up with four. But that was a good variety, though. And mine would be um, Alien, uh, Bride of Frankenstein, Mm. and The Haunting. I think those are the ones that I would say say watch. And and as as soon as I leave here, I'll say, oh, why didn't I say this? Why didn't I say this? So, so Jay, you have to watch all nine of them before you're allowed back in the studio. Oh, I can't wait. And then any Hammer movie. I'll cheat yeah. to any hammer do, 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 do. Yeah, <laughs> with Peter Cushing and Peter. Do, do. And oh, we're not talking MC. We never say when you say hammer. I you think of Arnie Hammer or MC. Those are my two hammers. Yeah, so you need to watch <laughs> hammer movies. There you go. So you got that. Then it would be hammer time. That's right. It oh, is hammer goodness. time. It is hammer time. It's Halloween. Time. It's officially hammer time. You can play that music on the way. There we go. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Brittany, thank you for being here. Thank you, thank a, you for having please me. Please come back. Oh, man, you were such a great breath of fresh air from that chair. So, and oh, wow. he, oh. Whoa, burn. <laughs> oh, my God. We love you, Jay. That's what, what did we get to six times? I, think, I right? think six or seven. You mentioned him at least three or four there at the okay. end. Okay. So, that means yeah. they miss you. Yeah, it does. That's it does. What, we'll take that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next week.